0: Hello, everybody. Welcome on into the first episode of the Real Bourbon Bros podcast. My name is Gary, along with my brother, Steve. Hello. Good evening, sir. How are you? I'm doing well. Very well. well. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) After our amazing pilot episode, we're back for our first real full episode here, everybody. Thanks for listening to that pilot episode. Um, and also subscribing and liking our Twitter and uh, Instagram posts. Obviously, this is a work in progress. We will have more content to come on those social media outlets. Um, so follow along.
1: Tell you a story. So um, so I went in to pick up my, my Mammoth Northern Rye single barrel club pick, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, always, when you go in, in the uh, liquor store, you know, you, you know, you, some, some, you know, depending on what time of day, whatever, you know, there's other, you know, guys like us looking over the bourbon, you know, just, you know, pondering like, oh, which is, what should I pick? <laughs> and there was this guy, younger guy, uh, had a six pack in his hand, you know, and he comes over here, and uh, Bev and I were talking about, you know the, the different with whis- the different bourbons and stuff in the back wall and stuff. And, oh, do you have this? You know, and uh, you know we, we were just talking about that, and um, so he interrupts. Oh, you know, like oh, what? You know, I heard you guys talking about whiskey. You know, I'm just starting in it. You know, and he then he goes on to the story about this friend of his. that has got like a hidden bourbon bar in his barn, or whatever. And he brings out this five thousand dollar bottle of bourbon, and he lets him take a sip. I'm like, you know, he he goes, "Oh, it was so smooth and all this other stuff," and Mm -hmm. and he said, "I don't know if it was five thousand dollars." I go, "Well, I mean, it's what he paid for it, I guess." But uh, (laughs) nothing's really worth that. He he didn't know what it was or anything, right? So, uh, right. And uh, so then they had a a barrel there, uh, uh, seagrass, and I'm like, "Oh, if you want some good bourbon." I'm a fan of Barrel right now. Barrel, yeah. And so I said, here, you know, just take, you know, the dovetail or, or, you know, the seagrass there. And it's, oh, my God, it's like, it'll knock your socks off. So he took it. And then uh, I think he took, oh, Traverse City uh, Hmm. distillery. So Traverse City is famous for their cherry bourbon, right? Right. Not a big fan, but, you know, he says, oh, you know, I never met anyone that didn't like it. I'm like, well. There's always a first. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's a truth. <trick.
1: laughs> anyway, so so he's he's ahead of us. Uh, so he's got you know his his Traverse City bur- um whiskey and his uh, barrel. I, you know I told him you know the seagrass and he was like oh you know I'll, I'll try it in his six pack. So he goes up to the counter and at the counter you know they have the good stuff. So he asks hey uh, do you have any Blantons? <laughs> So he trades in his, his barrel sea in seagrass for the Blattens. I'm like, dude, okay. Uh, I, okay.
0: Well, I mean, I, I think that um,
1: a lot of people listening would agree with that. <laughs> yes. I, and, and I, yeah, I mean, Blattens, I mean, it's, well, it, Great bourbon, right? It's not, n- nothing bad to say about that. Um, I'll polish off my bottle soon, I think. But uh, anyway, the, this dovetail was sitting up. The, yeah. Um, yeah. the limited um, gray series. So it's like, you know, he looked at that and he just laughed, you know, and and uh, goes, "Oh, I wouldn't, be, you know, take that. You know, I have to hide it from my wife or whatever." It's like. Yeah, of course, yeah. my wife's sitting right there, and and of course then the other guys <laughs> uh, explained to me about oh yeah this is a you know a limited only thirteen thousand uh, bottles Bear, yeah bottles. bottles yeah and you know it's it's a one and done you know it's it's you know there's no more of this yep and yeah I'm like well how much is it he goes well state minimum I'm like really state minimum state minimum mm, nice so I'm like oh how much is it he goes two forty nine <laughs> and uh I was like, oh, okay. And <laughs> oh, okay, then, thank then, you. I'll help the you. one that says, hey, we, we ought to get it. I'm like,
0: what? what? I,
1: that's a keeper right there, it's man. Like,
0: that's awesome.
1: Okay. I'm like, oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I love barrels so much. Like right now, you know, I you switch between different barrel, uh, different bourbons and whiskeys, right? So right now, barrel's at the top of my list. And uh, You know, I'm I'm trying all the ones, and and uh, whenever somebody pulls something about barrel, I'm like, hey, t- dude, you are you're you're on the right track because that's my path right yeah, now. But yeah. yeah, and well, yeah, yeah, yeah go ahead. I, I I had to get it, so
0: yeah. Well, so so who paid for it?
1: <laughs> well, it's that was my credit card. Uh, uh, Typically, it's <laughs> you know I. Yeah, I
0: know. I'm just I'd, teasing, I'd, you know, so be, when of, I get home, you know. Have you opened it yet?
1: No, no, I have not.
0: Yeah, that's gonna be a special one, right there, man. That's gonna be your, uh, you know, that's your uh, top of the line, you know, birthday. Yeah. Uh, you know, holiday.
1: You know, gray label feeling frisky. Gray label dovetail. I mean, yeah, that's that's gonna be. Yeah. It's probably above yeah. my um, my stag junior and my. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, oh, all right. a couple, of ra- you know, the the ones in the back, yeah. I put to the back cupboard. Yeah,
0: there's not, there's not. I mean, it's it's just it just recently released, and with that price point, I'm not, I'm I'm sure there's not going to be a lot of people, you know, with a lot of reviews on it. I'm sure, there'll be a few. Obviously, the right. yeah. the big wigs will taste it. The APV is uh 65.77. I just looked it up. Yeah. Wow. Right. Yeah, finished in Rumport, uh Dunn Vineyard, Cabernet Sauvignon wine casks,
1: is what it says. So
0: that is tasty. Yeah, you'll have to let me know how that goes, uh, how it's on the palate. Well,
1: uh, when you come over, we'll have some. It's primarily That's primarily why man. I got it.
0: Aw, thanks, yeah. man. I appreciate that. Yeah, I look forward to it. Yeah. That'll be fun.
1: Yeah. Yeah, uh, well. And... Today, I did stop at uh, another local um, uh, liquor hole, and um, <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I didn't come out right, did it? <laughs> you, know, you know, you know what I mean, not like a watering hole, but a liquor hole. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. Liquor hole. All right, got it. Uh, <laughs> no that didn't come out right uh, uh that's what she said <laughs> <laughs> all right all right <laughs> it came out right yeah it's fine uh no and, and I, I was i was hoping you know how you you make your rounds maybe and uh you know you always you know maybe look and and honestly some of the the good stuff you know from what i've i've seen posting is like in kroger you know it's like no you can hey, you, you find some some good Good stuff you know um well we have a relative working at kroger and you know they Mm
0: -hmm.
1: they, they, they've gotten us some good uh stuff before but some some, uh, blanton's right some blanton's yeah yeah um and some uh some stores though are you know taking out all their hard liquor right and only selling beer and wine so
0: that's how they are down here. Um, Publix usually uh, not in the, a store. They'll have the liquor. Um, they'll have that in a separate yeah. store and some, and some Publixes don't have a, their own liquor store. So it's like 50% maybe they'll have all, their own liquor store. So I definitely understand that. Um, right. Like that so they they
1: clear off all the shelves and they haul the liquor to another store. It's, that's still selling it. So, hmm. but uh, yeah, I mean, just, stopping at at this uh liquor store and you know this is one that changed owners recently and so i'm like okay great you know maybe i can maybe they're gonna you know have a different variety in there and and, uh maybe get some better top shelf Mm
0: -hmm. and
1: but so far no it's like I, i go in there and you know ask for, hey, do you have any Wellers? Um, Nothing. (laughs) I mean, in in Michigan, it's pretty rare that you get, uh, that you can see Wellers on the shelf anywhere. Right. Um, But I did get uh, Legion, which I haven't tried. Yep, Legion, I have, yeah, they have a couple labels out now. A new one
0: just came out, a lighter label, gray label, I think it is.
1: Yeah, I think that's the one I have. Yep. Yep. So I want to try that. Um yeah. haven't, haven't had that. Um and guess what other bottle I got? Bottled Give me any bottle.
0: hints. Bottled and bond, uh, uh McKenna, tenure. Old Forester. <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> How you
0: Those who can't see uh, Steve is wearing a old Forester t shirt, so
1: Old Forester, distilling Yeah, sorry, so that was a big. Uh, well, that's what they're eighteen
0: ninety seven is that their bottled. And no, uh, I, I don't. Nineteen
1: ten. Uh, it, no, it's a nineties ninety-seven, Yeah, that's awesome. No, that's a great bottle.
0: Uh, any of those old yeah. Foresters, you know the. My favorite is probably the nineteen twenty Prohibition. Um, it's almost like a dessert bourbon to me. Yeah, you know? well, I want
1: to get the birthday.
0: <laughs> good luck yeah that's, yeah well i think they're releasing it they said i just saw earlier uh, this week they're releasing it um coming up here soon um but they they usually have this uh, uh, process where they distribute it at the distillery um but they're not doing that anymore um they're not um oh, geez what are they doing i think they're kind of um random lottery now for it so maybe you know the chance to uh for more people to get it you know they're not just distribu- distributing just at the distillery um so i think the article said there'd be more information to come in the, few, in the next few weeks of how they're going to distribute it this year but yeah being a birthday bourbon man that's my i talking about old forester though i'll, I'll have to say birthday bourbon is number two in terms of their products, the Old Forester 150. Have you had that? Not sure. I don't think we had it. when We went to Louisville because I—I th- I don't think I was up. I don't know. Maybe. Start it's, 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 because... it's 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 uh, it's. I mean, it's, it's it's close. Not. I'm not saying it's Stag, Dirty Stag on that level, but it's close to it. I like it better than Elijah Craig. Not Elijah Craig. E H Taylor Barrel Proof. Um, it has a, lo- a longer finish, has the same bite. Um, they only, they only made it uh, three batches, uh, last year. Cause it was 150th anniversary of old Forester, So they have three different batches of it and any of those batches are amazing. And if you ever can get it, find it at a store, a restaurant, um, get it. It's, it's amazing. It's on that level of like almost George T. Stag level in my book. And that's my, as, um, you know, it's my favorite bourbon I've ever had. So, um, Bottle's about $500, $600 secondary. Whiskey standoff. All right, everybody, and whiskey standoff it is. Today we'll compare two entry-level bourbons. Too many folks. Maker's Mark will be in one corner, and Bullet Bourbon will be in the other corner. During this segment, we'll compare these two head-to-head. Nose, how well does it smell? Palette, how does it taste? Finish, how well does it finish or leave your palate at the end of the sip? Also price and accessibility, how easy can these uh, bottles be found will be an important topic to discuss and we'll give you a little history as well on each of these. So um, let's start with Bullet Bourbon. Bullet Bourbon is uh, probably a very well known uh, mixer for a lot of people if they've been to uh, bars or uh, weddings. Um, It is bottled at 90 proof. The mash bill is 68% corn, 28% rye and 4% malted barley. Um, You can find this pretty much at any store, uh, liquor store, grocery store that carries liquor. It's pretty much universally found around the States. So not a hard time finding that bottle. The other bottle we like to talk about is Maker's Mark in the standoff. Um, Maker's Mark, again, just like Bullet, very easy to find. Um, It is 90 uh, proof as well. Um, it is aged, uh, in about in oak barrels, six to seven years. Typically the mash bill is 70% corn, 16% red winter wheat, and 14% malted barley. So Soft a little different.
1: Wheat. What's that? Soft red winter wheat. Yes. I'm sorry.
0: So yeah, the, the mash bills are similar, but a little, a little different with the, um, bullet having yep. some more rye. Uh, which, you know, palates, uh, your palate won't maybe taste exactly the same thing, but these are both ent- entry-level bourbons. Um, so we thought this was a good uh, start for our whiskey standoff. So, Steve, I have on the nose, um, we'll compare these. I have the winner as being Maker's Mark. Mm. What say
1: you? Uh, I, I, I mean, I would, I would say maker's mark too. Yeah. I, okay. Yeah. I mean, I definitely on the, on, on the nose. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think both
0: are noses, uh, they're sharp. They don't last, uh, it's not a real warm, uh, you know, hugging you, uh, nose. It's kind of a sharp, just in and out nose, you know, it, it doesn't linger too much on mine and it's, it's pretty, it has a good bite though to it. So, yeah. Um, but they're similar. I, I don't think there's too much to 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 discern either right. of them.
1: Yeah, it's not it's not one that uh, leaves you wanting to sneeze. You
0: know. <laughs> right. It's not one that makes you want to taste it. No, just kidding. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. So we have in our first battle, we have makers two zero on bullet on the palette, Drum roll. I have. Makers as well. Um, I taste on the palate um, a lot of that corn. Obviously, it's a bourbon. It's gonna, it's gonna be uh with 70% mash bill homegrown corn there for makers. Um, I, I really get that sweetness uh that uh corn will bring to your palate. Um, but it doesn't last too long. Um, you know, it doesn't really linger too long. Um, but it's a decent palate, uh, not outstanding. Yeah. But I still give it a slight edge over Bullet.
1: Yeah, I I would have to say Bullet for me on the palate. I, I I like the more of the spicy bourbon. Yeah,
0: because with that rye in it. Yeah, um,
1: exactly. I, um, and you know, I just like spicy, more spicy. <laughs> That's hey, so, you don't need
0: an explanation. I I understand. I, yeah, you know,
1: it's it's uh, with maker's Mark, I you know, it you know, maybe it's a little bit more sweeter. Right. So you, so, so we have
0: one, it's a tie on that battle for the palette. Okay. All right. And, uh, yeah. well the finish to me, how what are these finish? I, I give mine to bullet because exactly what you just stated of that spice, it yeah. lingers a little bit longer on the palette and right. it has a good finish at the end where makers just kind of, is gone. You know what I mean? It's like in and out. Um, so yeah. I would give, uh, the, um, finish to bullet on this yeah. battle.
1: Yeah. For me, definitely it's, it's bullet for the finish.
0: <laughs> okay. For the same thing. Ding,
1: ding, 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 ding. Yeah.
0: So, um, uh, <laughs> so out of the, uh, six votes in those three categories, it's a tie. It looks like three, three for bullet, uh, and, uh, uh, Maker's yeah. Mark. Yeah. So, the price, they're both going to be about 20, 20 bucks, 25 bucks maybe. In um, accessibility, both of them you can find anywhere um, that sells liquor. So, again, those two are both tied categories as well. Um, so, it comes down to really personal preference, I think, of what you prefer on your palate. Do you like more ride? Do you like more of the corn, the sweetness? Do you like more of the punch? Uh, the spice that the rye uh, will bring you. Um, so that's how I look at it. You can't really go wrong with either one if you're looking for a mixer. If you would like to drink these neat uh, or away with an ice cube, you can. Um, but it's not going to probably be something you want, the, want to uh, end the night. It wouldn't be your nightcap would be my suggestion.
1: Well, what would be, I mean, you want to go with a a harsher bourbon for a nightcap? Is that is that what you're
0: saying? Well, I just think the overall quality of these two. I usually wear my nightcaps a nice, you know, quality, higher proof bourbon. Oh, okay. Yeah, All right. But,
1: no, no. I that's what I was. Yeah. I was so these are more
0: entry level bourbons that I would maybe start the night out um, just to kind of no. get the get the palate ready for something
1: better. You know what I mean? <laughs> get started. No. Uh, no no uh, porch pounder, huh? <laughs> 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 yes
0: you will you to explain that one to me. I don't know what that one means.
1: Oh, I don't okay. Know. I I heard, I heard it recently, and I, I just had to you know work it in there because let me Google. I can Google that. I mean, it's just it, I, I, I would think it's you know these are I wouldn't say no bourbon is like a porch pounder, but it's something that you know you just sit at the sit on the porch you know and you and you can just sh- shoot them down. No, of course, none of the none of the the bourbons or the whiskeys. I think that we're saying here, you would, I mean, I, I guess you could do shots of these, right? So yeah, I yes, mean, correct. So, so yeah, so I was at a, uh, a company function many years ago, and it got late in the night, and people were were uh, buying uh, Woodford Reserve but they had the, uh, the, the double Mm oak and, and I'm like, Oh, Oh, wow. I mean this. Okay. So, and they were doing shots of that. Okay. Yeah. Different level. And I'm like, yeah. So I'm like, you're doing shots with it. So, um, you know, I didn't, I didn't know much about it, but I I knew Woodford reserve because as we, uh, said in the, uh, earlier, I might've mentioned, you know, Woodford was one of my, my first ones. I, I just really, yeah. you know, it's a staple started to like, and then it was the double Oak and I'm oh. like, Oh my God, this is a new level. Right. But no, I mean, I, I like bullet and makers mark. I mean, I, I still, I'm probably past the, uh, you know, the shot days, but <laughs> um, I would still do a shot of these.
0: Yes. Yeah. So I guess we would say, we would suggest good for mixing, and good for shots and probably not the best if you're drinking it neat or having it with a single cube. Would that be a consensus?
1: Yeah, I I would have it with a single cube. You would have it with a single Um, cube. All right. Yeah, I, I think I would. I mean, because it's, it's something that, I don't know, it's, it's, it's like a, it's not probably like what you say. It's, it's not a, you know, a final final. Right. It's a, it's a it's it's a
0: starter. It's a, it starts the night but doesn't end yeah. the night. Yeah. I agree.
1: Exactly. It's something that you would probably find at a at a wedding.
0: Right. And right. right. And and I, I think to maybe put a bow on it. I think you know, people always ask me, you know, when they're starting uh, or suggestions for bourbons, which I have in my collection, what should I go with? I think both of these are good to have in your collection if you're looking to collect bourbons. I think they both should be there. Um they're kind of like um you know, like the foundation in some sense of of everything else uh yeah. above it you know in, in terms of quality yeah.
1: and probably the the bottles that you'll probably go through the most right
0: right <laughs> sometimes it's it's quantity yeah. over quality and, and if you have friends over who don't know a lot about bourbon um you know and they want well, a mixed I mean, drink well you can give them that right right
1: the mixed drink or the well <laughs> I, give them I, that well no no I, we'll give them the good uh, stuff no, no, no. I, no i'm joking everybody i'm joking yeah. All right. I know you are. I always get the good stuff from Echo Yeah, Of me. course. Always.
0: Stump the Bro. So, the next segment is our Stump the Bro, as you just heard, segment. Um, this segment, we would like to kind of quiz each other uh, on uh, randomness, random facts uh, in uh, whiskey. Um, you know, we both, like I said earlier, are novices. We don't know everything about whiskey by a long stretch of the imagination. So, this is not only to educate each other, have a little fun with it. Also, hopefully, you guys will gain some uh, knowledge from this segment as well. So, today's topic will be bottled in bond. Um, I'm sure a lot of you have seen this label on uh, whiskey bottles, bourbon bottles, sorry. Um, and and well, what does this mean? You know, I get that a lot from my friends who see that on bottles and are like, what is this bottled and bond thing? Right. Um, so, yeah. you know, we both did a little research uh, over our years of what bottled and bond is. Obviously, we don't know everything. Um, but, uh, the first question I would have, and probably one of the most important things to know, uh, in my, from my perspective, um, uh, what does, is there a certain proof for this, uh, Steve, uh, for, for it to be bottled in bond? There is a certain proof. What, what would
1: that be? It's 50% alcohol by volume or APV, ABV. So, which makes it a hundred degrees of proof.
0: Hundred degrees of proof.
1: Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. No, no, fifty percent. Oh yeah, hundred proof is fifty percent alcohol. Right. So yeah, that is the. That's what that's the minimum.
0: I think it's. So it has to be. Yeah. but no, from my understanding, there's not a minimum. It has to be exactly fifty percent ABV. It has to exactly be fifty percent um which is interesting yeah so do you know any of the other rules or, yeah do you know any the other rules uh, for to be bottled yeah bottled? i mean
1: i i think you know the, the the number of years it has to be stored in wooden containers i think mm-hmm. uh is four years four years yes
0: yeah, and I think it has to be under the supervision, uh, US government supervision for at least f- for those four years. Uh, it has to be in a federally what? bonded warehouse, if I'm not mistaken. So, really? Yeah. Huh? yeah. Wow. And, yeah, so the, the Bottled and Bond Act of 1897 set all these rules in place because what was going on um, was that the the whiskey was getting diluted. It uh, was getting poisoned. Um, You know, by the uh, distillers back then, they didn't want to, you know, do it properly. Uh, There really were no official rules back then of how whiskey could be made into whiskey. So it was just a distilled spirit. So people were diluting it and putting different uh, products in there that were making people sick and killing people. So the government had to put this Bottled and Bond Act in in 1897 to have some rules, right? Um, So people knew that they were getting. The real mccoy um, and they weren't getting something that was either altered or diluted uh by the distiller so um from my understanding that's that's how it all started
1: yeah that's kind of what i heard and, and read about it as well but yeah it's, it's it's really one of the oldest federal regulations on the books right i mean even before they, they regulated food processing and stuff right. like that, they, had, they put regulations <laughs> on alcohol. <laughs> I got to get drunk, man. <laughs> well, and you got to get drunk the right way. We're, we're going to regulate that. Well, they
0: don't want you to have a bad hangover and not wake up the next day if you have some turpentine in your whiskey. You know, that's not a good look.
1: <laughs> and also, I listened to this other guy the other day about a bottle and bond. He was like, oh, even... Uh, what, what, like vodka can be bottled in bond or you know,
0: gin. I think bottled in bond has to be uh, the product from one dist- distillation season, one distillery and one distiller. And just to recap, so Steve got a very, very hard to find uh, allocated bottle this week uh, that we discussed. Um, bo- uh, barrel uh, uh, Dovetail, um, the Crafted series. Grey label. Thank you. Only 13,000 bottles. Grey label, 13,000 bottles made a uh, single release only. Um, so very, very uh, proud of you for pulling the trigger on that. I have to thank your wife as well for encouraging that and look forward to trying that in the future. My week was not as successful, but I still did get a Weller uh, special reserve uh, MSRP $22 down here at ABC Liquor. Right time, right place, man. So Um, That was my find of the week. I also got a store pick Eagle Rare from one of my local guys. So I'm looking forward uh, to trying that at some point as well. All right, everybody. Thanks again for listening to our full full first episode of the Real Bourbon Bros podcast. Please check out our social media Instagram account uh, at the or the Real Bourbon Bros, the Real Bourbon Bros, and also our uh, Twitter account at real bourbon bros at real bourbon bros. So again, Instagram, Twitter, we'll probably try to get uh, Facebook up at some point, maybe down the road. Um, Leave us a comment. uh, Give us a follow where you can find us on Spotify and pretty much all the other um, podcast platforms. Um, We really appreciate you guys listening again to this episode and look forward to another episode next week. Until next time. Good night and good, good bye.
1: Bye. Yeah. Yeah.